It's episode 221 of the Loud and Proud podcast. Feckin's horrors are flying it. Under 21 competition is hot enough. Junior 2A winners, David Clifford and Bally Bay, all going to mention in this week's podcast. But first, Oasis. Ah, where do you start? Right, I'm going to start the Loud and Proud podcast with David Clifford. That's how good he is. That's how horrific he is. That's how amazing he is. That's how good he is in terms of in terms of living up to the hype, living up to the majesticness of his uh, potential. We all see them as loud miners, probably still wearing those loud miner shorts as well. Maybe he's outgrown them. But uh, I don't know whether you're aware of it, but Fossa, junior champions in Kerry, he's play, he plays his team with his brother and they won the junior championship. Yeah, the junior championship. So I don't know whether it's like, I know there's 18 teams, I don't know whether it's 8, 8 and 8, whether it's like 2014s or maybe just Premier or someone in between. But I don't know how far down the rankings it goes. But when are we getting, when are we getting loud and proud bus and making the pilgrimage down the country? I think a lot of people are doing it already. Um, it's the 50th game he's played this year. You know, he's got 20 goals, 155 points. Um, and the best thing about it is we're talking the 13th of November as as of recording. This, he's still playing. He's out next weekend in some East Kerry provision, or provincial competition against Austin Stacks who are relegating senior. And then, uh, maybe that's with East Kerry. And then the following week he's in the Junior Championship uh, Monster competition. So there's plenty of time to watch him. I don't know. It's a four-hour trip down to Foster. So maybe the game's in Killarney that might shorten the trip. But, or maybe we wait till he gets to the, the Crow Park final in, in the junior competition. But my God, like, talk about a lad just shooting the lights out consistently and playing just playing football, playing tons and tons and tons and tons of football, regardless of the year they play football down there in Kerry. Maybe that could be the secret to it. Um, tell you, there might be a secret to the Feckins Horrors because they look to be on a, on a bit of a run. I haven't got a chance to see them. But they're fairly well dismantled cool, cool of Wicklow, you thought, right, they might be alright, but they're home again in Darver. They're playing really well. Paddy Lynch is playing really well. And Michal Bourne gets the goal as well. Um, and, and they were missing players too. Missing a lot of players. Um, didn't really, uh, didn't really like, miss them. You know, I think Paul Matthews only came out, was away or only came out off the bench. Sean Karras came out off the bench. So like, Serious quality and to win by 12 points in Leinster, serious going. Um, they take on Horswood. It's amazing. And another team would have played down the years in Leinster with Mark and they're in the intermediate hor- hor- junior hurling. But it'd be more of a football club, strangely enough, in Wexford. And I think that game is either neutral or it'll be in a Wexford venue too. So it's a way trip for the Falcons. But look at, I think, following their, things, following their um, results from afar, they go well, you know, it'll be tough. We'll we preview that. Anyway, I'll give it the due respect when I get time. I'll, I'll be able to preview that game. Um, and I, I, there actually, there's another team on the other side, so they've obviously avoided um, Kilkenny's sides, which is always the team you want to avoid. Um, one of the team is Black and, Blacks and Whites. I love that team name. They won the, the Kilkenny Junior. And um, yeah, so they're, they're on the other side. They'll face commercials. I don't even know where commercials was from. Is that Westmead? 
excuse me, but they've seen uh, Nave Baroque, the team coolly beat last week. They got in a bit of a limelight for the wrong reasons. The intermediate Horland Championship quarterfinal Leinster to beat Urlach de Bala and a bit of a scrap in the, in the stands, which is bizarre because Barogu were seemingly impeccable. The fans were brilliant last week in Cooley when they made that trip to uh, Dowdles Hill. They were great. So I look, it's always one eagle and you know, like potential to spark things off, and that seems what happened in the stand in Parnell Park. But yeah, speaking of Cooley. We will be previewing them next week. Their their big match with the Shockland. I've guessed on going to give the lowdown on the Shockland, and maybe we'll have some of Cooley on and talk about how Cooley have fared in Leinster down the years. Was the one way one game game away from the Leinster final, which they've they've played in the Leinster final before. We know that um, back in the seventies. So yeah, so really really good. Um, Really good, really good week ahead. We've had a, a look. We've had a hectic week last week in terms of the uh, the managerial merry-go-round. That's got underway, and it's already outdated. There's a couple of updates to be made for the next one, but um, yeah, I think I had it that there was 22 out of 38 jobs available. It's actually 24 jobs available for 2023. 20 yeah, so there'll be. There'll be 24 new managers. Put it that way, management teams next year. Um, in across the three grades, I go into detail and all who's the manager, who was the manager, who was there before. Um, I was in Bally Bay. Uh, I was in I was in Bally Bay today on the way to Clonus. Clonus was the venue for Bally Bay and Kilku. Actually, yeah, sign up patreon.com forward slash loud and proud to hear that league all about or the merry <laughs> the league all about the managerial merry go round. It just takes off. There's loads of vacancies. Seven out of twelve uh, senior clubs looking for a manager. Five out of twelve in intermediate and eleven out of fourteen. And maybe a few made over the weekend. I'll be updating that. So sign up and get get your insight to loud trials on the twenty senior panel kind of form and so I'll be talking about that as well in the coming weeks but yeah it'd be cool but right yeah so I was I was at the game in uh, Clonus and it just it posed the question Jerome Johnson wouldn't play against his he wouldn't manage against his three sons and his uh, six nephews I was just thinking has it happened in Loud before and one quick kind of example was I'd say uh, Peter Gallagher I presume he's managed against um I presume he's managed against Neil. Maybe he's directly managed against Paul and managed the aerial side of things, but I'm, I'm not too sure whether the Terrell Leeds and the Cooley clashed, but maybe they clashed at league level or a Shield Cup. But um, any other examples? I presume other managers, I'd say loads of managers are managed against their old clubs, but in terms of sons, that's the only one, that's the quick one I can I can think of um, off the top of my head. And maybe I might I might miss some if I have. Let me know. Um, maybe down through the years, but no, I can't. I can't think of any any sons. Um, Wayne Callan probably did my Sean Callan. Um, yeah, no, I I leave it at that. Jim Mattis, no Shane probably didn't play other football against them. Um, for Hunter's Town and that just yeah just trying to take it out if you have any let me know but it's a unique circumstances but it's a funny one like he had this kind of safe face with his home club Jerome but I think like look at the, the way it is now the, the prep work is done a week out you're not going to miss much you're going to probably have a little bit more of an added incentive but it probably proved more of a distraction for Bally Bay than it did for the Kilku boys because they 
had their head screwed on and I could probably give the three players and the six nephews something to focus on. They're fairly good. Look, a cool are just animals to play against. Like you have to be so good, so tight as a team because they're so tight to face. I I dread playing against them, you know, that sort of way because they'd be so so hard to beat and like in terms of getting the better of them and coming up again them you have to be such a united panel and because they're so intimidating in the way they play and the way they, they bring their force away and in terms of possession you have to be really uh, self-assured and confident in what you do uh, much like the way you see the Martins are building that was a nice tangent wasn't it yeah we're, we're talking about the Martins now they won the division or not the division the junior 2A champions they actually the third team was beating in the semi-finals of the 2B but then um, Oshin Gray Son of Eddie's, um, he hit he hit a hat trick. Jack Lynch we seen him prominent in the early stages of the Division One Card O'Donnell League. He got a couple of scores as well. Uh, the Pats are kind of out muscle, but that's a stacked Martins team, and it just shows they're building. Like they have three teams, they'll be back again next year. There might be a bit of a turnover, a bit of flux with their uh, with their squad next season. But they have loads of young players, the Callanans and that uh, Tom Rooney. Um, look, it'll be very interesting. Joe Gordon as well, like loud under twenty player, that sort of standard. It, it's just you know there's a swell there and there's a lot of good players and they will get their chance. Um, it's just unfortunate the Pats had to suffer at their hands. But yeah, like that kind of wraps everything up the season. The, the Division Five was wrapped up as well. I think um, no, I, I know Hunterstown Rovers won the Division Five. Um, I think that's nearly it. I think that's all the company. Division four still has to be played out, um, and then division six was that finalised. Showing the week, no Tor on the top, no Collins on the top, the Tones are on the top. Is that over? Is it over? Not too sure. No, there's a couple of games. There's a couple of rounds left. Um, in that to steady it all up, I think. Yeah, a couple of games left, and then also. The, the under twenty one championship is really really hotting up now at this stage. Not that many games left in it. You had another win for the Feckins. They fairly well beat Glen Emmett who were going quite rightly in that competition. Um, Mark Rangers Hunterstown combination beat the Joes Mocktas fairly heavily as well. Um, so that's those two teams look to be secure. Uh, maybe the O'Connells have a slight chance of getting out as well of that group is is top two so it'll be on the bottom two or three will be playing in the shield. The Kevins I think yeah they have topped their group with a with um with a big win over the Geraldines. The Curly Malachy's finished second runner up. They'd be a tough team to take in a runner up spot. The Martins on the twenty one team they topped their group. They beat the Pats in that as well so the Pats are sick of the Martins at the, at this weekend. And then, yeah, the Brides go through in second place. It was a really good achievement for the Brides feeling on their own and then getting through out of that group. And then uh, there's a bit of a flux in Group 1. So Ardy beat Roach today. And Carl Gillespie was back in scoring form for Ardy. Paul McKenney, your Tom Jackson was away. Um, so that's that's a good win. That sees them secure with a game in hand with Cooley. Sorry, with a game left to play Cooley, and Cooley are in two points. So, the way the score difference, you know, you have to get the calculator out. I think it'll be a man, Cooley are minus 17, and Ardy are plus 31. So, it'll be a, be a hell of a turnaround. Um, so, they could probably lose next week and still go through on a really, really high 
point difference and Roach are going through in second place unless like scoring goes goes awry so that's RD Roach the Martins the Brides Kevin's Kilkerley Miles combination Feckins um, um, and Matt O'Connorstown I think all but true in that final in, in the in terms of the cup competition there's a shield for the remaining teams in it as well so great competition um, I'm going to try and get some sort of an opinion on the minor championship as well see what the gauge is out there for teams going forward whether it should be ha- held or should be had or whether teams should go on the 19 go on the 21 keep it that way decouple it and have them playing senior or not but, um, yeah I'm going to leave you with that we'll build up the coolie during the week listen back the holy moly the managerial merry-go-round has begun thanks for listening thanks very much for listening to episode 221 of the Loud and Proud podcast good luck bye bye and thanks